0: Hey, everybody, Summer Terry here. And on this episode of May the Horse Be With You, I'm speaking to Deanna Harrison, which is one of my favorite people to talk about essential oils with. And I think this is going to be an awesome podcast because I feel like people are looking for alternative therapies, they're really, really into essential oils. But also there's a lot of things about them that we don't know. And so I'm super excited to have Deanna on the phone with me here today. That way we can hear from a professional and somebody that's got a lot of experience with essential oils and can tell us how they can not only help us as riders and people, but also help our horses too. And small animals. And um, we're just going to learn all about essential oils. So I'm going to turn everything over to Deanna. And- welcome to the podcast.
1: Hey, hey, Summer, how are you doing? Thank you for asking <laughs> me to do this. I appreciate it.
0: For sure. Yeah, definitely. So kind of tell us how you got started doing the essential oils. Like what, how did, how did you find them?
1: I had never even heard of essential oils five years ago. Um, uh, and, uh, I was only doing, uh, acupuncture, acupressure. I've been studying Chinese medicine for about 15 years now. And I had a friend uh, call me and, and, and book an appointment with her mayor. And she said, between you and me and these essential oils, Julia Turner and Bell, she said, uh, we'll get this mayor going. And I said, essential oils, what are you talking about? She said, you haven't heard of essential oils? I said, no, nope, never have. This has been about five years ago. And uh, so needless say, I. God gave me the want to, to, to uh, research. I love to do that. And so the minute we hung up, I went to studying up on what an essential oil was and what, it, what they do, accomplished and how they were made. So and here I am five years later, like long story short, <laughs> a <laughs> lot of studying and a uh, uh, lot of, uh, I, I did do a certification program. And so it's been fun. It's been fun. Yeah. So
0: what are some of the differences in, I know, I know obviously there's different brands, but then I know that you're known for doing blends that target kind of specific issues. Um, Like how do you know whether you need a blend or an individual oil or how to even put any of that together? Okay.
1: Um, Listen, how to, how to explain this. An essential oil, when you have one, you have a soldier uh, let's let's use uh, geranium for insta- instance uh, Geranium is an amazing oil. It, um, it is a monoterpenol. All oils have their own chemical families. Uh, then they have some ch- chemical components in them. Uh, the main co- chemical component in geranium is uh citronella uh, and uh, citronella oil is. Uh, an anti- anti-anxiety component, it's anti-convulsive, it's anti-fungal, it's great for uh, antiviral. So there's a lot of, of, of good in just that one uranium essential oil. It okay. has wonderful chemical components in it. It has linalool in it, which is wonderful for as It's a skin healer. Um, but when you have five essential oils, and you blend them together, then you have an army, because you're going to bring in all these other chemical components that are going to be effective in treating what you want to treat. Um, another example, I have. I, I'm so proud and excited about the respiratory oils that I uh, blend. Uh, they are high in a chemical component called semiol. And 8 cenial is wonderful for opening uh, airways um, or anything that having to do with respiratory. So you really want an army of oils to attack whatever problem you may be having. And always remember that each essential oil, even though it's from a plant, uh, they are full of chemical components that, um, that are effective in treating whatever problem you may have. It just depends. Uh, Some oils are great anti-inflammatory, especially like for back pain and and joint pain. So uh, uh, I know one that's taken control of, uh, it's really blown up is CBD oil. And my CBD, uh, it's cannabis sativa. It is, uh, or cannabis sativa. Um, It is high in the chemical component, myrcene and it's a wonderful anti-inflammatory. It's uh, full of cannabidiols that are wonderful for uh, our body needs to produce more and we, we don't produce them uh, naturally. It's what we get through our food, our supplements that we have cannabidiols in our body. So yeah, it's, it's really deep and, and, and the, chemical, the chemical components are what make the essential oils.
0: So how do you apply them? Um, you know, those of us that are familiar with massage, you know, we we know that they can be applied topically, and then you see a lot of people using them in the aromatherapy type of stuff. Um, how do you know how to use a certain oil where it's going to be the most beneficial?
1: Well, that's the thing about essential oils—you can do it either way, and either way, it's going to go to the bloodstream. Uh, essential oils do uh, penetrate the skin and do go into the bloodstream, and that's why I always Tell everyone, no matter what oil you use, be sure you use one that is pesticide-free, uh, that is organic, because they do—they they do go into your bloodstream and they do affect the whole body when you do rub one on. So, um, as for which one to do it, like let's, which way to do it. Let's say if I have a horse or a human with respiratory issues, uh, I can put it on your wrist and behind your ears. And it's going to help you but if you rub a little bit on your nose and breathe it in it is aromatherapy and it does work on the olfactory remembering in your sinus cavity uh, then it goes out to the rest of the body and that's why i think it works so effective in feet when you put 10 to 15 drops in a horse's feet they're going to be breathing that also not only does it go into the, the uh, digestive system it also and, goes into the bloodstream that way it also goes into the sinus cavity when they're inhaling the aroma of the oil so you can do it either way you can rub it on you can put it in feed uh or you can do both are
0: are there any oils that shouldn't be ingested or are they all pretty safe to use
1: well the thing with essential oils is dilution they're so strong you do not want to use any of them pure the only ones that I think that are that you can use neat or pure or like tea tree and lavender, maybe cedar wood. Uh, they're they're a, a, a gentle oil and the and, and essential oil talk. Uh, you can use those neat. You can rub them directly on your skin. Uh, but everything else, you pretty much need to dilute down to two percent dilution. Uh, I do mix my oils pretty strong. I know that uh, my instructor was probably so, oh, will finish, you know how strong I mix my oil, but then that's why it only takes 10 drops for a 1,200-pound horse. Right. You, you just to be sure to, to dilute them. Um, you know, there's the big uh, uh, debate on to ingest or not to ingest. You have some people that say never, ever, ever ingest any essential oil, and then you have some people that do them pure on their tongue, you know, and... And don't think anything about it. The the problem with ingesting a pure oil is it can be hard on your esophagus and your kidneys. So that's why you do want to dilute always and uh, not do a pure oil. They had they need to be diluted to safe levels. Now the uh, the Association for Holistic Medicine they do say you can ingest. So. Uh, then you have kiss around that says don't. So, you know, there's many theories out there about it. And uh, I think to be safe, just make sure you have it diluted to a safe level and uh, you, you'll
0: be fine. Well, I also feel like that's where it's really important to find a professional, you know, somebody like you that actually has the training rather than, you know, me standing in my kitchen thinking, oh, I'm going to put these four things together and hope it works. Um, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's where the education is really important as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to, do. you know, I, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say you can't hurt yourself really with essential oils. I mean, if you rub it on you and you're, you do it pure, the, the, the most you're probably going to have is a skin rash right. or or whale or something like that. You know, it's not like it's going to put you in a hospital and kill you, although some are poisonous, like Penny Royal. It is a poison. And if you don't dilute that completely, you can hurt yourself with it. hmm uh, uh, but then it is great for nerve pain, by the way, but uh, yeah, you, you just need to be careful with how you use essential oil and, and you know, so many people are scared of them because there's been so much out there about, oh, you don't want to rub that on you or you don't want to take that on your tongue or what, you know, whatever. You just need to learn to do it right.
0: Right, exactly. Um mm-hmm. Cause I know well, like we've talked about, like I use your diet drops in my water and I absolutely love them. And I find that I drink more water whenever I'm using um, yeah, them. So, and, and honestly, as long as I've been around essential oils, like doing massage and acupuncture myself, like I don't think I've actually, that's probably one of the first ones that I've like actually put in water and ingested. Um, everything else that I've used has been topical up to this point. And so it was interesting for me to use them in a whole totally different way
1: right and you know they're so strong is as, as you know uh you use one drop for a body of water yeah so exactly just one little bitty drop not a big drop and uh
0: yeah yeah because you know if you get too much of it, it it's it's kind of like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna actually separate this water off and put some more if <laughs> you accidentally get too exactly. much
1: <laughs> yep. you, you'll know but um uh, i know that give you an idea of how strong essential oils are and I have this on my website. I just know that everybody usually goes on there on a hurry. In a hurry you don't have time to read all this. But to give you an idea, essential oils, how they're made is they're the distillation distillation of a plant. And what they'll do is they'll take like let's say citrus. Orange. Let's use orange as an example. They'll take all these oranges and wines and everything and, and they'll put them into a big vat and boil it and then the steam that comes off of these, this, these oranges they may be ten thousand pounds of oranges in this vat they produce an oil or what kept that plant safe uh what made that plant hardy the oils from that plant go over into another uh and uh steam distilled essential oils are steam distilled so it goes over there into another pot and then the very top layer will be the essential oil and under underneath that layer will be the hydrothol or the water that came off the steam distillation process both are good the hydrosol will have about one percent of the orange in it or whatever they're distilling Uh Uh, but that's why it's so strong it is what has kept that plant safe It's what uh, it's the essence of that plant Uh, to give an idea about peppermint to give you a little, little uh, more clear um, example of why it's so strong. If you made peppermint tea from the leaves, one drop of its peppermint essential oil will make one hundred cups of tea the same strength.
2: Oh wow!
1: It's like eighty to one hundred times stronger than the plant itself because it is the concentrated part of the plant, and that's what an essential oil is. And I hope that's clear. I don't know if I yeah. No, I think that, that
0: I think that answers a lot of questions. So if you're using <laughs> them topical, say on a horse, or like say you were going to put something near a horse's nose, would you want to dilute that? Like because I feel like you know their membranes yeah. are so sensitive and things, especially around their muzzle and their nose, or
1: Oh yeah, most definitely. And that's where it can get irritating if you're using, uh, I, I don't want to step on anybody's toes here, but I see a lot of pictures of a technique that's being done called raindrop. And uh, I'm not saying that that's not a good technique to take. You know, you're hitting a lot of points going down the back um, and all that. But then I see these huge welts on the courses, Yes, And I guess they did it pure.
0: Yes. I actually, I actually have a raindrop story. I made a Facebook post on this. So my husband and I went to the artesian, um, hotel and back in the spring and did like a little mini vacation and I'm real sensitive skinned and have a lot of autoimmune stuff. But at the same time I was like, okay, I want to try this because everybody talks about it. And I'm like, I just want to know what it's like. Cause I have a lot of customers that ask me about it. And I'm thinking, if anybody's going to have a reaction to this, it's going to be me because that's how my skin is. And I ran into that where they weren't diluted enough. And I'm telling you, I was on fire afterwards. And, but the reason I wanted to do it was, well, again, I mean, I'm, this is why I'm in education because I enjoy trying things. Like I'll pretty much be a test dummy for anything. I'll be like, I'll try it once. But I had had so many of my customers that have autoimmune stuff and lupus and things like that. And they're like, can we do this? And I've am and i always said, you know, I don't know. And so that was the whole reason I wanted to try it. And, you know, had I not been expecting that reaction, I would have been really, really scared of what was happening. But like I said, knowing my skin, I went back to the hotel room and I told Pat, I was like, oh yeah, my back is like on fire. I'm like, (laughs) it wasn't quite diluted. I'm like, I don't think I'm a candidate for this.
1: And then, then again, you know, it may not have been as wounded at all. And uh, I feel like that—that's uh, where it cannot, it's not—it's not really dangerous, but very uncomfortable. And I think it's probably been uncomfortable for a horse uh, to put. For sure, because
0: they're standing out in the sun. At least I got to go lay in an air-conditioning hotel room right. and run cold right. water over my back. But
1: yeah, yeah. And and I think I that's agree.
0: one of the things that people need to take account. Like is how different everybody's body is. And when like, you know, me being a rational human, I can understand like, well, this went the way I thought it was going to go. But at the same time, yeah. your horse only knows that that's really, really hot. Uh, you know, that's, yeah. that's all you can't explain to them what's going on and why they have wells. Right.
1: Yeah. And some oils are considered hot, like oregano. is a hot oil. And, uh, you start putting that on anybody pure and you're going to burn them. Yes. And, uh, Yeah, so anyway, yeah, I I just had to bring that up. Uh, You know, if you're going to do that, it's a wonderful idea and a wonderful theory, but just dilute it, you know? Yeah, just have the Uh,
0: education behind it, for sure.
1: Mm -hmm. And 2% is uh, 12 drops per
0: ounce. Oh, wow. Okay. So what type of carrier oil do you use to dilute Mm with?
1: Yeah, I use several. I love fractionated coconut oil. Uh, I love sweet almond, and the reason why I love sweet almond oil so much is it seems like it goes into the skin so nicely and doesn't leave this oily residue. I can't stand anything real oily on me. Uh, uh, sometimes I like cojoba oil, which is not an oil, it's a wax. It's right. wax. Um, yeah, there's just so many out there. And anything can be a carrier oil. You can put it in olive oil. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's just... Uh, uh, you have you need a carrier. oil well, what that does is number one it dilutes it down to safe levels where it's not gonna tear your skin up. Uh, number two, it uh, uh, stabilizes the essential oil so it doesn't evaporate so quickly because uh, a bottle of essential oil left open will evaporate in a couple days. I mean it 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 goes quick. Uh, it's real unstable by itself. Interesting. And uh, that's why I put it in carry oils. Not to not to mention dilute it.
0: Right. So whenever we order like off of your website and we order a blend, um, like my husband uses one of the anxiety blends that you have and it comes in the little roller. So you already have the carrier oil in there and it's just ready to use, right?
1: Yeah, it's already. You don't have to do anything to it. I just make sure that everything, that I, unless I specify, like I have sometimes people get in touch with me. I want some thing. Uh, uh, and uh, so I'll put on, I'll write on there. This is a pure oil. Dilute if you're going to use it, you know. Right. Uh, but everything else is diluted to safe levels.
0: Okay, so they're uh, all ready to go. That makes it really, really easily, easy yeah, to use.
1: Yeah, the best work.
0: So tell us some of your success stories. Like, did you start on the horse side or first, or did you start with like the human side of things?
1: Well, I I kind of started uh, with the human side of things uh so far as uh mixing for anti-inflammatory um in my research and then i got to thinking you know i it going work on me will work on my horse mm-hmm. so then I, my four horses were guinea pigs too and uh so then i started working on them and uh i could see a difference like i have a horse that has anhydrosis uh we will shut down in the summer if it gets too hot and this summer he was turned out and i wasn't paying attention and uh, he's been turned out. And right. He had a degree. And then I look out there one day and his nostrils are flared as big as saucers. And I'm like, oh my God, he's quit sweating. And uh, so it took nine days to get him sweat again with my anhydrosis blend. I, a lot of things I've come up with have just been because out of necessity. Mm-hmm. Um, the anhydrosis blend. I had to come up with this because I had an on-sweater. Right. And, uh, and, and when you mix the essential oils in with the Chinese medicine theories of why horse has anhydrosis, it helped me to blend uh, a blend that would help this and it's, it's about ninety percent success rate. I'm having really good luck with it and sometimes it's they are in a day or two and sometimes it takes nine or ten days you know like I did on mine
0: uh-huh. never got it that's does that's it just I depend use. on the severeness of it? Is that what the difference yeah. is or is it just the individual
1: an individual? You know all of them are different it's just like you i might be able to take advil and it works great on me but you might only get success with Tylenol you know to put it in a uh what in medicine perspective
0: speak. yeah uh-huh makes sense
1: yeah. yeah so it's just everybody's chemical components in our bodies that how they react to the essential oil
0: so what other formulas do you have
1: um uh, i have my Supply Trio uh that is a blend for horses with respiratory issues uh it's for coughing and uh horses with heaves and uh just if you are uh, traveling and and running barrels or whatever your competition is where horses are in this heat and humidity and running in deep ground it really helps them breathe better um you can put drops in their feet or put it on their nose or both or uh, and then I have the air, uh, excuse me, mega air. And that blend is just, uh, put it on about two droppers full on their tongue, about 30 minutes before you run. And it'll really open up their airway. And then I have my liquid granite. Um, a lot of people have had a lot of luck with that and it's for horses that have anxiety or people or
2: mm-hmm. dogs
1: Works on dogs, good show cabs. have people order it for show that have a hard time, you know, when they go to town for the first time and, um, it is aromatherapy. So a lot of times the animal or human has to kind of get used to that oil. I know that uh, some, as an example, I have a, uh, a six year old that the first time I tried liquid Xanax on him was at a play day. And uh, he was so nervous, just looking and walking and looking. And I put that on him and he was resting the leg in five ten 10 minutes. And then uh, I've used it on my open horse and uh, he, uh, didn't work on him first few times he had to get used to it so i'll tell people you know use it at home a little while and let him get uh, assimilated to that aroma and let them understand what that blend is, is doing for them and uh and the more i use it the better he got with it and now you know it works on him quick because he's used to that aroma he, he recognizes it and he he just loves it So mm-hmm. i mean it, it, sometimes it takes a few times for a horse to get used to an aroma and to figure out what it's doing for them and i know that sounds weird but but that's the way it works well i'm
0: sure it's just like anything else you start to associate that with calming and relaxing and it kind of retrains the brain as well
1: yes it does and that's what it does Uh, aromatherapy uh it adheres to the olfactory membrane in your nose and your sinuses and from there it goes into the limbic system of the body and um, that's where you get your calming and uh, opening up uh, the, the sinuses and everything so that that works it just works on the limbic on the limbic system and on the olfactory brain
2: so what
0: about if you were like trying to do something for ulcers or for gut health would you do a topical or would you always ingest that blend
1: I, yeah i do drops and feed on that um I want it to go directly to the problem, you know. Okay. Uh, uh, many essential oils, like anise seed, uh, peppermint, uh, tarragon, those oils have traditionally, through history, been used for gut issues. And uh, plus, the, the chemical components in those blends uh, are good for the gut. And uh, I do have a, a equine ultra rescue, and also have added. Uh, an option to add the CBD or the cannabis sativa to that. Um, It's good for gut, too. You know, CBD is just good for about everything, inflammation, anxiety, and gut. So I have an option for that, too. But, yeah, yeah, it it works. It works on uh, healing uh, ulcers. It it works on balancing the gut and how the body assimilates the food that the horses or us are eating. Mm Mm-hmm. Makes everything work better.
0: So, what do you have as far as like for pain and things like that?
1: Mm-hmm. I uh, my favorite is uh, the blue pain formula. Uh, I was using it yesterday. Uh, I have an arthritis rewind. I have some people with barrel horses that are uh, instead of doing injections, uh, they're spraying. They bat and spray and spray hops or cycles or whatever they need it on about 30 minutes before they run mm-hmm. and uh they're being told to either make it to the next injection round or they're using it uh just exclusively and uh, i have several customers doing that um then plus i have so many people that love uh, my neuropathy blend it's for uh you know so many people with diabetic issues have neuropathy pain in their feet and hands and it's working good for that. Um, Yeah, I have a lot of uh, morphine bomb plus. Okay. My that is uh, I had a I had a horse that just wasn't really wanting to do nothing, and I couldn't get him to have any gumption to him. And I started him on the morphine bomb bomb plus twice a day. And uh, the next time I took him somewhere after he'd been on it about a week or two, uh, he went from running the forty to hit the two D. Oh wow!
0: That's awesome. Yeah, so, is that is there. that one a topical or is that one one that goes on the feed as well?
1: It's feed through. His okay, feed that's through. a feed through. Okay. <laughs> so, we ended up and went to the, that was like in April. He did really good for me. And then, then like in July, I had to go to the vet and uh, with him and had a, a vet look at him because I thought I had a, 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 a deep digital flexor problem. And uh, he put x rays on his knees. Come find out, this horse had bone spurs on both his knees.
2: Oh my goodness.
1: Yeah. And, uh, we had started running on that morphing bomb, which of course, then we went to concentrating on the knees and that's where I come up with my bone spur formula. And, uh, like I say, most of my blends have been from necessity,
2: you know, it's one of <laughs> right.
1: Where, yeah.
0: I feel like that's always the best way to learn though. When you've got something that you're working on that you can monitor and do your own case study, then you know what works and what exactly. doesn't.
1: Exactly. You know, it's, it's Those situations, well, yeah, here's what's wrong, and uh, he's pretty much toast. We can try injecting him here, and uh, we'll just see what happens because there's nothing you can do about these bone spurs. So, I tried to come up with all well, I did, I come up with something that helped to reduce his bone spurs, and uh, yeah, so he's 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 doing real good. Uh, it had some other issues with him, but it, it really worked, mm-hmm. it worked for him.
0: Well, we're going to take a short break here so that I can come back with the next section. And whenever we come back, we're going to talk a few more case studies and some successes and who's using your oils. So give us just a minute. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. So this is our second section with Deanna Harrison. And so we kind of covered a little bit about what essential oils do and what you can use them for. And now I kind of want to switch gears to who's using some of your oils. Um, kind of give us some of your testimonies. And you have a really, really interactive group on Facebook, which I think is amazing, Of uh, just full of people telling their stories and their successes and all of the blends that they're using. And so I thought maybe you might can share some of those stories with us. Yes, it's been so fun. I
1: just love my group page. I just love all my people on there and, they, and they'll love uh, you know, do pictures, and I love to brag on my people, so I, I wish everyone would tag me if they use my oils on a run, because I love to, to brag on y'all, and to your success stories, that's what makes me happy. Uh, who's using my oils? About three years ago, I got a phone call, I was at a Barrel Race in Canada, and out of the blue, I got a phone call from Mary Berger, of all people. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said she had a horse that was real nervous and heard I had something called Xanax. (laughs) (laughs) And she wanted me to try it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, Mary Bird called me. And uh, so we talked and everything. And I sent her some liquid Xanax and told her I'd love to sponsor her. And uh, no, no, she would not let me sponsor her. She had tried hers. And uh, I'm like, okay, that sounds fair enough. So I sent her a bunch of oils to try. And in about two weeks, uh, I sent her, let's see, I'm trying to remember. I sent her equine liquid Xanax, I sent her uh, equine ulcer, morphine balm, and CBD.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, she started using CBD for herself. She used liquid Xanax and everything else on the nervous horse that she had at the time. Ended winning money at Houston on this horse. And she uh, called me back and she said, yeah, you can sponsor me. I said, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I always tell everybody that, that my oils had to be, had to audition for that sponsorship. <laughs> uh, and, and I can say, yeah, and they had to audition for Donna Kay. I sponsored Donna Kay rule And uh, Donna Kay, she didn't want me to sponsor either until she tried them first. And uh, so I love that though. I love it that they have to, to audition and um, and pass the test to be able to get that sponsorship. And it just means more to me and to them to be able to use it. And um, so, yeah. And then I sponsor uh, Alicia Burchard from down in Louisiana. And Taylor Burchard. he's a sales sponsor. I mean, a, a bareback, oh Lord, a bareback rider. <laughs> and he, yeah, he uses my blue paint formula and he uses my... Um, uh, I believe he's probably using morphine bomb. He had some problems here lately that he had to kind of mix them, and then he uses. Uh, he loves my inhalers,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: then I, Maggie Carter, she's a futurity trainer, and she has a she's a great trainer and and has some great horses, and uh, she's a big believer in my Equine Ulcer Rescue. And uh, when she has all these colts and everything, when she saddles starts to saddle, she told me she just everybody gets a dose the Equine Ulcer Rescue. Yeah. And, and I guess uh, that's everything.
0: something to, to bring up that we haven't talked about yet is how
1: how far out do you
0: give like the liquid Xanax or the morphine balm? Like, is there a certain time window um, that you give these before you run or is it something you give every day? Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, now, on my morphine balm, I do that every day in my feed, once to two times a day. Just depends on how much you're hauling, how much... How much work your horse is doing how much work you're doing
2: if you mm-hmm. want
1: to do you know for yourself uh that's the way i, I, I if, if you're only having um minimal then you can do it before you ride uh like maggie does that uh she told me she just goes to the mall when she's saddling them so okay. by the time she gets the, that cold you sit there with it for you know 30 minutes 45 minutes so it's, it's, it's going to work. I like I like in the mega air about 30 minutes before a run. So same way with Equine uh, Liquid Xanax and even for yourself, um, 30 minutes before, you know, and, and sometimes it may be take take effect in five minutes. It just depends on your body. It, you just kind of got to play with them and how you want to use it and how it works most effective for your body or your horse's body.
0: Right. Uh-oh. Are there any oils that you can't wrap over? Like you talked about the blue pain formula. Is that something that you could wrap a horse's leg with that on there? Or is that going to create heat?
1: It does create a little heat, but I don't think it's enough to bother. I have never wrapped it. So I really can't give you an intelligent answer on that. Uh, And I guess I need to go make my horse a guinea pig and put it on there and (laughs) wrap it. But I I know one time... uh, uh, well, it was that uh, when he had that torn, deep digital flexor, I start trying to come up with a tendon and ligament uh, formula, and I went to doing all these different blends, and uh, it kind of flared it up, and it was bad, and I took him back to the vet, and had a, had a, uh, Dr. Uh, <laughs> so said, yeah, that's too much, and so <laughs> I had to back off, and I come up with another blend, and uh, started using it. Well, it, it cleared up his uh, problem, and like the next time he was free, I started riding him again. So yeah, yeah. It just depends on the horse. It depends on uh, how they respond to the oil. You know, you want to kind of test it and see because what makes what may make one horse flare up and have maybe skin irritation, the next horse that may not bother at all. Right. It depends on your horse and you, you know, and how you use it, and uh, yeah. Sometimes it's
0: trial and error. For sure. So talk a little bit about the inhalers. I know that I've gotten some of them and I, I think they're really neat as far as aromatherapy stuff. Um I always like try to order something different whenever I do an order. But what do you see that that people are using those for the most? Uh,
1: you know, uh, you can use one for calming, using common oils in it. I think it well, got what it's called. Have them, uh, it's I the think website. the one
0: I have is the Sparkle, I think is
2: what I have.
1: There you, is that right? Yeah, that lifting oils in it. Uh, citrus oils are in that. Citrus usually always makes us feel better and have a better outlook um, on, on life. And uh, I love them. I love them. They're just really regenerating and, and uh, uplifting. Um, I have a lot of people on the... Uh, um, allergy sinus 2.0 inhaler it is a. Uh, it, it just really clears your sinuses and my favorite inhaler now is mega fire i love that blend i don't know what it is about it it's just uh, to me it's uplifting and uh it really clears my sinuses and uh i love it and that, that's my favorite right now i
2: like also,
1: people are r- are running on Megafire and seeing a lot. Because what it does, that blend was put together as a motivation blend, uh, give, you know, for people who really just have no motivation, they don't feel good, they're depressed. It was, it was just something to put a little fire back in us. And uh it, it, it's working. I love it. And That's also, awesome. and it's not bonus because it clears your sinuses like crazy. And uh, your head will be so clear. <laughs>
0: Well, that that would give you more motivation for sure. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, feel free.
0: Yeah. So, um, our, our, another question I have: Do any of these oils test? Like, say, um, we kind of have a wide range of you of uh, listeners. I mean, like, obviously, since I come from a barrel racing background, a lot of my fan base is barrel racing, but. At the same time, we do have you know show jumpers and people that have to comply with like USEF rules and things like that. Um, I know, I believe USEF is um, lavender is one that they test for now. Um, but it, is there anywhere that people can find stuff like that to make sure that they're in compliance with what show they're with? Yeah, yeah. Uh, some do
1: test. They do test for chamomile. They test, but you got to remember, there's like two different kinds of chamomile three excuse me three different kinds of chamomile uh they test for lavender they test for valerian um and that's about all i found um I
0: well test. and Youssef also tests for cbd now i think you have to be off of C- right. cbd yes, yes
2: you're right.
0: um they did I, that was something they did i can't remember if it was in, i think it was in the fall of last year they added that one to the I think seven days is what you have to be off of CBD, but I'm not hundred percent sure on that. Um, yeah. It gets uh, to me, it gets so tricky when you're dealing with natural products because so many of those, you know, like, again, you have the endocannabinoid system that's in your body, but then now they're testing for levels of those products and things. And I don't know, sometimes it's hard yeah. to stay within compliance, but I feel like that's something because we have so many people that compete that is worth bringing up for sure.
1: I, I agree i agree uh yeah now here's here's a uh something one of my customers told me one time that she called down there and they said oh you can do it on their nostrils and they won't test interesting so yeah so i don't know you know i, I really don't i it, it, i can take those oils out of any blend and, and mix you know without those uh valerian lord knows that's stuff thing and if uh if they they'll me you know you're using that you know what i mean <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, it is in my ptsd formula and uh i just like one drop and it it just like overpowers everything um yeah I, I, I on the testing thing i don't know how they're testing for it i don't know at what levels it will test how much uh, i i can't get a clear answer on it to be honest with you.
0: Well, so it's just worth probably if somebody wanted to order from you and was going to do a show, it'd just be worth them asking um, or or checking. You know, it's one of those things I always like to bring up. So what are some of the most common questions that you get asked? I'm sure you've got that like Rolodex of questions that every person asks you.
1: (laughs) How do you use it? How do you use it? And uh, that was asked all the time. Uh, because they're unfamiliar with oils and don't know how in the world you would even make that work, you know. Uh, I think uh, so many people have essential oils and they don't know what to do with them. Right. And uh, so, yeah, that seems to be the main question is how, how do I use this?
0: Or I think a lot of times people that don't see results from them, you know, they're trying to use something that's super watered down. That's like from a Walmart or something that probably isn't organic to even start with. And then they don't understand why it doesn't work. I don't think sometimes they realize the difference in the quality from something that you get from somebody like you versus like, oh well, I bought this one from Walmart that I put in my bath water occasionally.
1: Yeah. I mean, and that's okay to diffuse that, you know, to put it in a diffuser and let it go into your room and you can smell it and it smells wonderful. But I always tell people if you get seven dollars for an ounce of lavender, that's not lavender. (laughs) Right. yeah, uh, it's going to burn you about 40 for an ounce of lavender for pure and, and organic lavender. Uh, so many of these oils are adulterated when you buy them cheap like that. Buy them on Amazon or, or Walmart or, or, you know, and I'm not saying they won't be okay for, uh like say, diffusing, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, I wouldn't put it on me because they can take chemical components and make the same exact chemical structure of lavender they'll
0: be synthetic. So you're not really getting the health benefits out of it, but no. it, but you have the okay. smell. It smells similar, but it's not really benefiting you?
1: Right. right. Okay. That makes sense. You know, sense. If you go and you smell a perfumey, sweet lavender, uh, that's not lavender. Lavender to me doesn't smell that
0: good. No, it doesn't. Not like good. my grandma Terry used to keep lavender plants. And so here in Oklahoma, they have the lavender festival. And we'd go every year and get plants. And I'm like, these things stink. Like
2: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> being, yeah. being
0: honest, I'm going, There's yeah. really nothing relaxing about this plant at all. Like but the benefits of it are so great. And and yeah, I just remember how overpowering they were, like, when you buy three or four of them and stick them in the vehicle and go home with them and you're just kind of trapped in there
2: with those plants. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. They're
1: strong, on and, and and pure lavender has got more of a medicinal smell than it does a floral smell.
0: Right. No, uh, I agree.
1: Yeah, and then, you know, you go to Walmart and smell a a synthetic lavender. Well, it smells perfumy.
0: Yeah, like a lavender lotion or something like that. And, yeah, Yeah. it has a super sweet smell to it, which is nothing like the actual
2: plant.
1: Right, exactly. So, you know, that's your difference between a synthetic lavender uh, and a a pure organic lavender that came from the plant. Yeah, And that's all of them. That's every
0: oil. Well, I, yeah, because I think, you know, we were having that discussion earlier about peppermint and how strong peppermint is. And it's like, there's a world of difference between a peppermint candy and peppermint oil. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. A, 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 a true, pure peppermint will
1: just about to pop your head off, to take a big wig of it, you know, or <laughs>
0: yes. a big
1: smell of it. Yes. It's I think strong. I talked on
0: another podcast. I, I can't remember if it was a podcast or a live video, but I was telling the story back when I was in acupuncture school and we had this blend that we would use. It was a super strong blend and you had to dilute it. And we would use it a lot of times with our needles and things. And like a lot of the people that got treatments there got this blend. And I was in a hurry one day and knocked the bottle on my arm while I was trying to dilute it. Of course, my instructor comes over there and you know, gives me a whole like monologue of why we do things slow and why we work in the, you know, Chinese fashion of, of slow and relaxed, which anybody that's been around me, I'm a pretty dialed up person, but you know, you try to burn your arm off, um, in acupuncture school, you, you do learn. I didn't do that the rest of the two years that I went to school. Um, I, that was the one and only time I ever spilt it on myself. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, it went true. on really straight, and it was really, really hot. And I was like, okay, this is this is not. I, I'm not going to make this mistake twice. But it was a and good learning know. experience too. Oh. Well, and I think that one had some oregano in it. Was, it was it was kind of a hot blend yeah. that you really had to dilute as well. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, oregano is it's hot. It's strong. But all of them are strong. But some of them just don't come across that strong when you're smelling it. And then some of them just like burn your not nose, you know. They're so strong. It's mm-hmm. just, they're all just so
0: So are there it's, it's, it's any oil. oils that like horses can't have or dogs can't have? Like is there any anything that's contraindicated or or as far uh, as people either?
1: No. no I, I haven't found anything in my study. Uh, the only... Uh, Animals that you need to be careful with. All is cats, you know, cats can't. can't you got to be real careful. They're not. They're not really oil compliant. Okay. Yeah, I have to be careful mixed lending when people want something for a cat. Mm-hmm. And usually, I just.
0: That makes sense.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, so where can people find you if they want to order? Um, uh, again, I know you have the group on Facebook. What What's the name of it?
1: Uh, I don't use that. Hello, right, let's see. I think it's Deanna Harrison, certified aromatherapist. I think I have a group page and I have a uh, business page. I think and I really don't business page. To me, the business page doesn't even alert me half the time when people message me on it, and I've been kind of aggravated with it. Now, uh, Facebook's kind of changed up their format and it's helping some. They, they have got a little flag up here now I can look at when someone messages me on my business page. But it doesn't do like, if you contact me through messenger, my messenger automatically sends me right then, you know, right. uh, a alert. Where your business page, doesn't do that. me, that's stupid, but that's the way it works. And then, I don't know. Let me look. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what my... I don't know what the name. I should. I
0: should have wrote it down. Um, well, I've got. I'm. I'm sure though. Somebody's going to tag you in it, and I'll make sure it's tagged whenever I post this. Uh, post the podcast because I can't remember the name of it either. But the group is really, really interactive. I feel like that's an awesome place to go and learn and be able to ask questions and actually talk to people that are using the product. And I feel like that's that's important as well. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, it's uh, Deanna Harrison Certified Aromatherapist Essential Oil. You know, it has to be just perfect or you won't get it. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Deanna Harrison Certified Aromatherapy Essential Oil. And uh, yeah, it's a fun, uh, a very fun page. We have a lot of fun. And everybody uh, puts their experiences with the oils on there. And uh, I get to brag on my people
2: mm-hmm. there
1: and yeah, I've had a lot of fun with our group page. And my website is deannasoils.com. D-E-A-N-N-A-S-O-I-L-S dot
0: com. Perfect. Well, is there anything else that you want to add? Mm. Any other uh, myths or things that you feel like that are important that maybe well, get overlooked?
1: I feel like we pretty much covered it all, don't you? I, uh, I think so. Yeah, it's really a simple idea, and uh, it's just plants, and what they do for us, and uh, it's medicinal, holistic medicinal essential oils, and they work, and it's been fun. It's been fun researching them and blending them, and I wanted to congratulate you on your business. I've been seeing more and more good things about it. Uh, I'm excited for you.
0: Well, thank you. That's what we're just you know trying to get more education out there and help people learn and help heal horses. I mean, at the end of the day, I feel like all of us that are in the alternative therapy side, we've all kind of got the same goal. You know, we just want to help horses and do it as naturally as we can.
1: Yeah, and I do want to add too. And you know, I'm not to take the place of anybody's vet. Uh, I'll be the first one to load them up and go to bet give a diagnosis anyway. You don't know how to treat anything until you get a, a correct diagnosis and, you're, and your vet will do that. And I, I believe in injections and I believe in all the things our vets do for us. We couldn't live without them. Oh, for uh, sure. Just, yeah. The essential oils are just a holistic approach to helping you uh, manage problems that we have uh, in, in conjunction with your vet.
2: Right. And
1: uh, Yeah. So I, I just want to let everybody know for sure I'm not anti bed. You know, I, my horses have a doctor. And uh, this is just to be added to your uh, protocol for whatever issues you may be dealing
0: with. We always laugh when we say it takes a village because it certainly does. <laughs> it <really laughs> to
1: keep one, does. one of these great
0: horses going down the road. It, it takes a little bit of all of us.
1: Right. You know, it's just like uh, some people want to use Benna pullman, And then some horses don't react well to Benna pullman.
0: Yeah, they don't at all. And then, of course, then you go back to having something that tests as well, so you can't show on it either.
1: Exactly. And then uh, this just gives you a holistic approach and and lets you uh, do it, uh, take care of respiratory issues more naturally. And uh, same way with any other, you know, uh, problem you may be having with your horses or people. Uh, It just gives you a holistic approach to it.
0: For sure. Well, I appreciate you coming on the podcast and... So you've got all of our information and I'll make sure it gets posted when we put this podcast up. And thank you all for tuning in. Again, I'm Summer Terry, the owner of Superior Therapy LLC here in Guthrie, Oklahoma. And we're a full service equine rehab. And kind of like Deanna said, we we work very, very close with vets when we're doing post-surgery stuff and diagnosing and that type of thing. But then we also have a love for alternative therapies and trying to just heal things as naturally as possible. So if we can help y'all out with anything, you can find us at SuperiorTherapyLLC.com. And you can find all of our education courses at LearnEquineTherapy.com. Happy trails, y'all.